0: Hello everyone, it's episode 75 of the General Damage Podcast.
1: What's up guys?
0: How's it going?
1: Ah, oh, it's hot. It's too hot. Yeah dude, fucking... Uh, like, I thought I could beat this fucking hot weather when I went to Oregon. Um, no, the answer was no. Um, no. The hot weather that we're currently experiencing was like the hot weather I was experiencing in Oregon. Uh, and uh-huh. I was thankful every day with that um, the place we were staying at was on the coast... Um, but yeah, but even then, um, eighty nine ish on the coast doesn't fix it. No matter how much wind no. that's there, that that's there. Uh, the problem
0: right now, there's no wind. I
1: know. Fuck. If there was like any form of wind, it it would help.
0: Yeah, for sure. God. But yeah, you know, you know, it's uh September or end of August when it's like a heat wave. Yeah. You you can set a fucking clock to it. And it was always when school starts. School starts, boom, 85. Or like 95. And And it sucks when you're in in the Campbell Union school district. Yes, I'm going to call them out. And back when I was a student, they crammed us in those classrooms. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, Chatting with my uh, younger sibling, Eric, um, since he's part of the Campbell Union high school district. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like you said, one of his classes is like thirty plus students in a room.
0: Yeah. That's fucking miserable. I really... I, th- I think my economics class in senior year was forty something. God, that's awful. We were jammed in there, and the dumbest thing was that the teacher had all these like file cabinets and bookshelves on one side, mm-hmm. which took up like a basically a row of desks. So we were even crammed even further Like the aisles Every aisle I'm a big dude You know I was big in high school I'm still big now But The aisles were maybe a foot wide Ugh. So I didn't have to turn sideways So either someone's gonna get my ass Or someone's gonna get my crotch And it wasn't fun for me Oh yeah You know And it's, it, was, it was It sucked So yeah I mean I had to deal with that And it's like again First day of school Ninety fucking five degrees <laughs> We're all passing out like, 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 can we go outside? Well, there's air. There's no air here. It's, it's that that has to be some child endangerment shit, right there. If you don't have AC and you're cramming forty five kids into a fucking room, it really it's is definitely a, not safe. No, no,
1: it's, it's a health hazard uh, that uh, OSHA would um, have a field day with.
0: I'd like to think any federal agency would have a field day with because you're technically endangering minors. Oh yeah. So real quick quick on the intros. uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Nick. (laughs) I'm Will. And I'm Shane. Yeah, three minutes in. That's good. (laughs) That's not too bad.
2: Real quick, though, can I just say one thing? It's really hot over there for you guys. Over here, we Mm -hmm. are, for the first time, experiencing an unnecessarily cold August.
1: Really? Yeah. It's been,
2: like, lower 60s, almost 50s out here. Oh, Whoa. I'm so jealous. And, and, dude, here's the thing, though. Like, I work at an ice cream shop.
1: Oh, God, you're yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's Well, not even that. It's just, like, it's killing business. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Like,
2: my boss is like, this has been the most messed up and worst summer I think I've ever had. It rained on Memorial Day, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, All of July was just, like, up and down on, like, whether or not it was raining, which is weird because dry- July is a pretty dry month for us. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. now, like near the end of August, we're already dipping into the cold, where like it shouldn't be this cold until se- the end of September.
1: Wow! And mm, it's just that's like awful.
2: Oh yeah, uh, granted, you know, I, I still have to sit in the car and listen to Howie Carr talk about uh, how climate change isn't real. But hey, tell that to tell that to all the summer businesses.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, tell that to the, tell it to the Pentagon. All right, yeah. let's be real. Who's talking about what's real and what isn't?
2: But I mean, I can. Uh, I, I think it's weird that it's not necessarily hot in California, but it is weird that it's been hotter than normal. Because usually it's it levels out around this time of year.
1: About this Ooh. time, like maybe eighties to nineties.
0: Yeah, like it's normal to have a heat wave the first week or week and a half of September. Yeah, but like it's this hot is bad. Yeah, this this is a
1: miserable heat. Like. Hundred degrees in August, like end of August, early September, is fucking
0: awful. Sounds gross. It's very gross. But the only thing is, because it's August and because it's the end of August, there is the tiniest, tiniest. It doesn't really count for the next four or five days. But there's a the tiniest bit of relief in the sense that the sun sets like I think seven thirty now. Yeah, yeah. That's so that too pretty good. That sounds pretty good. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, though I'm like, man, my aunt's party at the, in the middle of September or close to the end of September, it better be fucking just like just give me seventy, you know? <laughs> just fucking give me seventy. I started walking recently because it was just something I can do because I've been very lazy and forgetting to hop on my bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've just been walking like a mile a day. I can't walk in this. Uh, no, it's it's. Uh, it sucks. (laughs) I mean, I could, but then I need another under shower, and I don't want to fucking do that, right? Um, yeah, it's just it sucks. The whole thing sucks, and I can't be on my computer as much as I want to. And I'm trying to be Wolfenstein on my Xbox, and I'm like two chapters away from beating that. Oh, nice. Oh, dude, you're gonna yeah, right? I hope. Right now, I'm very pissed off because I don't like fighting the London robot thing. Mm. It's I I can kill its first stage, which is shoot the eye, then kill the turrets on it. Yeah, but it's getting underneath the fucking thing that's driving me up the wall.
1: No, I understand what you mean. I've I've watched. I've not played it, but I've watched gameplay of that that fight. That that is a
0: uh, a rough boss. Well, it, it's it's it, he is not so rough. Like, yeah, he can one shot me. I'm fine with that. I don't mind a boss that can one shot you. What I mind is when he, because you use these sewer systems underneath mm-hmm. everything, and they have like you know supplies, and you can recharge shit, and you know get ammo and whatever. What I mind though is because he has torn, because as he's shooting stuff up, he's tearing up the landscape so he can find you in the sewers. Mm-hmm. So once you get to the second part of him trying to beat him, which is killing his exhaust port underneath him. You are like I'm running up, trying to like dodge and weave out of the gunfire, and the flames are shooting out, and get up underneath them. And right when I get up underneath them, I'm like trying to walk, like looking up, and I'm shooting up at them. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I fall into a hole, and like I missed my shot. So that that keeps happening to me. So it's like the environment right now is what's killing me. Yeah. Um, I was I was playing for like four hours. Just getting frustrated because I would fuck up Doing that (laughs) And I'm like yeah I'm done I I can't keep playing otherwise I'm just going to break this controller And my headache's getting worse I have to stop Yeah So. Oh I've been there Yeah I'm hoping to beat it soon And I'm going to beat it And then I'm probably going to set it down for a minute I know Shane you said play the other timeline Mm -hmm. Yeah But I'm going to wait And then I have Battlefield 1 I'll try out so nice. I'm going to retry that. And oh, shit, I just realized that the beta, I think it's this weekend. I need to look it up. The beta for Call of Duty World War II is out this weekend.
1: It's either um, been out or is going to be out.
0: Yeah, well, it's been out for PlayStation 4. Yes. The okay. beta that I'm talking about is going to be for everything. Gotcha. So And, and I want to give it a go. Mm-hmm. I'll get my ass handed to me, but I'd like to give it a go Yeah, uh, definitely Uh, I'm looking it up right now And my Kindle's like slow as shit And there's Slick crashes Hey (laughs) Slick, you piece of shit Um, Yeah, so Looking forward to that-ish Just to see how it is Because a lot of people are saying Hey, this is actually a good Call of Duty multiplayer It's not so bogged down that's that's what I have heard, the, is the multiplayer is actually very good.
1: Um, yeah. You know, good, good on it. Uh, it is it is going back to kind of a, a quote-unquote simpler formula. Um, you know, you're not dealing with, with enhanced humans or fucking wall running everywhere or picking some weird yeah. class with some super ability. It's just... You're going with you know you're a sniper, your support, your
0: you know a soldier, keeping it keeping it simple. Um, yeah, the yeah the beta begins tomorrow. Cool. Um, the thing about that with cult with COD mm-hmm. and it's just constantly upping its multiplayer stuff. So I like watching these food videos that have been popping up on Facebook and uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's basically just like a fast forward of them making stuff, which I'm fine with. Um, It's neat to watch a cake being made in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was watching one. And I'm like, wow, that looks like a really good cake. And then they're showing the steps and, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And then they started to do... Fr- I'm like, wow, that looks like a really good cake. It was like a chocolate cake or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I like that. I definitely fucking ate that. And it was like three mm-hmm. or four layers. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad. And then they they added a... I forget what it's called, but basically... They took frosting and put, like, it around the edge in a decorative pattern. Mm. I'm like, okay, cool. And then they took another type of frosting and put, like, mounds of it in, like, around on the top. And then another decorative pattern in the middle of it. And more, like, they kept building it up and up and up. And, like, they put marshmallows on it. And they toasted the marshmallows on it. And then they put, like, some chocolate sauce all over it. I'm like, okay, stop. (laughs) I was like... You know, the cake started off pretty good, and what the fuck happened to it? Just stop. Call Call of Duty is basically that cake, or it's that person that's like you've had too much plastic surgery. Ugh, ugh. You know, you were fine a while ago. You were fine before all of that. You wanted your ears to be a
1: little more symmetrical. Fine. You didn't really need to do anything with your cheeks, your eyes, your lips. you You fucking look like Frankenstein. Yeah. He's a prettier, and he's now a prettier he, mug.
0: And now you can't blink or cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You look like you're permanently smiling, and I can't tell if yeah, you're exactly. like happy or sad. <laughs> exactly. And that, that's how I feel about COD. They just kept adding and adding and adding, and it's like, okay, stop. Yeah. Just, like, you know, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and that's what they had with the original Call of Duties. That's why they are such a big hit, and they sold so fucking well, and now it's just too much.
1: And, and... You know, ba- ba- um, looking at Battlefield, they also took the same approach. Um, you know, they just got the game just got too complicated for what it needed, and now it's it kind of went back to a a older kind of concept, and people have been really happy with it. And uh, you know, I, I think I think it's definitely looking at the campaign feels very unoriginal. Uh, yeah, which I mean,
0: there's a lot of places we could have gone other than fucking Europe again.
1: Yeah, but going going simpler, I think, will be better for them in the long run. So, yeah. kudos kudos to the the people that decided on that. Like, that's for sure very very good thinking.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, I'll give you guys a report of what I think of the beta yeah, down definitely. the road. Sure, um, because i'll be melting but i'll play it <laughs> well i'm hoping my xbox doesn't like you know mind the heat that much that has my maybe a little word um
1: but to continue
0: uh, on this trend of like
1: going back to kind of old uh old stuff capcom's <laughs> re-releasing street fighter 2 in a snes cartridge with the help help of i am 8 Bits. Uh, and I showed you... I sent you guys a link on our, uh, on our Facebook chat um, what it looks like. Uh, and it is a... One, one version of it, uh, the non-limited edition version, version of it, is a bright red SNES cartridge.
0: That is dope looking.
1: It is super dope looking. The box that it comes in is very retro. Um, oh, that, oh, that's v- beautiful. Very old school. The limited edition version of it is a fucking apparently it's a I think it's a green cartridge that it's like they call it Blanca Green and it glows in the dark, <laughs> which is fucking cool.
2: Um, I love everything about this, and I'm not even that good at Street Fighter,
1: right? Ditto. like you know there we were talking before before we started recording about you know there there's this kind of there's always been a trend of looking at things lo- looking back in years you know going back to retro stuff and this like people's love of retro this is such a cool um you know embodiment of it like yeah and doing it newer but also older at the same time um re reinvigorating that kind of that love and appeal that our generation had when when this shit came out when we were younger, um, you know, not everybody could buy, not everybody owned a SNES, not everybody owned a Sega, not everybody could buy shit like this. And you know, as adults, you know, hundred bucks for this dark green glow in the dark uh, uh, limited edition uh, Street Fighter two hundredth anniversary cartridge—that's fucking cool. That's something like is is awesome to look at. I even want the red version of it, and that just is very nice and bright and
0: simple. Uh, is it um like a USB thing, or no, does it have a CD inside it? It sits. It can sit in a SNES. Oh, okay. It's shit. an actual. It's an, it's actual,
2: an actual memory actual card. SNES. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
1: It, it, yeah, that shit is fucking great. Um, and you, you know, know again, it's this...
2: it's cool when they do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's really neat. Uh, granted. I know that there's a lot of collectors out there. Like, yeah. they're obviously the true target audience. Oh, Like, the, the diehard fans. But the oh. one thing is, like, at least Capcom, in a lot of years, you could criticize them for not being the smartest company. Sure. This is brilliant. This was... This is fucking genius. Like, yeah. you want to sell something to collectors for once that they're not going to, like, be completely pissed about? Mm-hmm. This is
1: it. Um, they, uh... The company that's helping them do this, I am Eight Bit. Um, they kind of said in in the Kotaku article, or I guess one of the writers said, uh, this isn't the only cartridge that they want to do. I think they want to do um, kind of a bunch of them. And then of course, you know, you have to talk with the developer of it first and get their approval to do something like this. But you know, I, I think it. it you know, if I if I were a developer and someone came to me and was like, "Hey, we'd like to re-release X cartridge of your old generation," I mean, I don't see why not. Like, it's money in your pocket, and you know, you said the die-hard collectors will want to buy it, and they'll spend just about any amount of money on it to get it. Um, True, and and there are uh, there are these. Um, uh, Consoles that can read just about any uh, cartridge setup these days, so you don't even need to own a SNES. You just need to get one of those things um, to be able to kind of have that right nostalgia trip. Um, so yeah, like you know, in the grand scheme of things, a hundred bucks isn't anything crazy. It's like it's actually you super know, uh, cheap.
0: It, 100 bucks is fucking reasonable as hell it's, for It's that. like pre-ordering a collector's edition these days. I'm I'm just a little shocked that I just read 30th anniversary edition.
1: <laughs> right? I, right?
0: The fact that Street Fighter is 30 years old. It's,
1: uh, it's crazy.
0: God damn. It's one man. of
2: those things.
1: I know. Yeah, no
0: it is. It is. It is. It it, um, it
1: definitely again, shit. that's why it speaks to our generation for sure.
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh,
1: so I like um, seeing this. Like, you know, I, I never I, I played this at a friend's house because he had a SNES, but uh, you know, and I had a Sega growing up. This is this is one of those things. Like, if I saw if I saw this company wanting to re-release, uh, fucking Sonic and Knuckles uh, cartridge, and it still is compatible with any uh you know Sonic one, two, or three cartridge. That would also be like that would be kind of that, that I'd have that same kind of feeling of oh my god I would love to have this um, right like it's it just be such a great fucking trip um so I, I like I like seeing companies do this so, it's, yeah it's it is.
0: Stuff. speaking of collector's editions something I showed you will mm, oh god <laughs> so like a hundred <sighs> bucks not that bad for for this thing this thing is really cool, fucking cool yeah so. Um, as we've talked about before, me and Will are pretty big fans of the death, the uh, death, uh, Warhammer 40k universe. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's the art, it's the style and everything like that. Yeah. So a company is, that does sculptures and statues and busts of, of figures, of, of, pe- of people essentially, yeah. teamed up with a company that did Space Hulk Deathwing, which apparently is out on PC. It doesn't come out for consoles, I think, sometime this year. Mm-hmm. Um. So they came out with a space Hulk. It was a Terminator, which is a space an elite space marine.
1: Yeah, they're in and it's got a couple. Armor.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's got a couple different detachable heads, so you mm-hmm. can like take off the human looking head, put the helmet on. There's also another helmet that has like you know gouges in it, which is I think is pretty cool. Yeah, but the thing is like eight hundred dollars.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It's one fourth scale and I looked at like its stats, it's twenty nine inches high Eat. and twenty-six inches wide. It's huge. It's fucking nuts. That's Will, it's it's disgusting, but at the same time <laughs> I want it. I mean I'm not
2: gonna fault you from wanting it, but that is kind of <laughs> insane. Like
1: Oh yeah. No, it, well Will said "Is like, where the fuck would I put yes. this? <laughs> Right? I don't, like, you know, thinking about my house, thinking about any, any, like, normal person's house, or fucking your apartment, Nick. Where the fuck would you put this thing? It chews up too much space.
0: I don't fucking know. Also, yeah, it's
1: $800. It's made out of some, like, really solid material. 35 pounds. It's 35 fucking pounds. God, it's such a behemoth. This is one of those things that, like, if I had a fountain in my in, in the in my front lawn, I'd mount him right on the on the fountain and build, change up how my fountain looks like that he was standing on a unlike the 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 bodies of fucking tyrannids, so it would look yeah. appropriate. But god damn, I couldn't like fathom where the fuck I'd put it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I put this either. I mean, it, it's. It's just one of those things that came across my feet and I'm like I have to look at this and then all of a sudden I realized one fourth scale. What is oh shit, that's huge. That's huge. And then like huge. I looked at the like the stats on it, and I'm like, that's ridiculous <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous. Like God damn props to make it the it's beautiful work, but Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, no, it, it is it is
1: impressive. If you were kind of a diehard uh, 40k fan to any capacity, like it's it's worth looking at. It's worth oogling over. It's worth w- you know wanting to have such a thing. But damn, damn, it's not worth buying.
0: It. It's not. The, the, it's it's as close. I I oogled I, I at this one statue of Predator mm. that was at Legends Comics back when it was in the mall. Yeah. And it, the, it, the statue, I want to say it was probably about the same height. Okay. Oh, Probably a little over two feet. It was just a super awesome looking sculpture of a statue of Predator. Yeah. And I love Predator. And I think they were selling it there for like 900 bucks, if not more. Yeah. So, So yeah. It, it's, it's just one of those things that's like, man, I would, I would love this, but I, I have no idea where the fuck I would put it. Right and i i'd want to put it somewhere i don't want to hide. you don't hide. you spent eight hundred dollars on this motherfucker you ain't hiding it you don't hide it for two reasons a it's impossible to
1: hide it and b like it's such a fucking
0: interesting
1: piece that it just becomes a focal point of talk and conversation Uh, yeah Yeah. (laughs) real quick oh yeah And,
0: and, and one of the helmets has leds yeah can we
2: take a step back for a second
0: yeah. No, yeah, granted, so.
2: like that sounds awesome, but um, I you reminded me earlier, Will, about something about collectibles, right? In re-releases on. and things like that. So, yeah, uh, really quick, really short, because and, and my friend, would joke about this. Uh, in September, Game Freak is gonna release Pokemon Gold and Silver, the original versions for the Virtual Store for 3ds. Again. Well, no, no, they re- they're like instead of redoing it like Heart Gold and Soul Silver, this is like Red and Blue and Yellow. Mm -hmm. It's just a classic game Mm -hmm. on the virtual console. That's not the big deal. The big deal is that in Japan, if you uh, pre-order the game, uh, or not pre-order, but you get like a special uh, release of the game that comes with a code, and you get a Game Boy cartridge magnet of what the original Japanese release looked like.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you know what America gets? Mm. We get fucking boxes. Literally paper boxes with codes inside that are just basically the original Game Boy Color box boxes.
0: Huh. Weak.
2: Not That's even joking.
1: fucking lame. That thing is very so weak. just, like, incredible. Like, do, you, do
2: you know what it gets me, though? Is it's like, the game is going to cost about maybe f- uh, somewhere between 5 and $10, I think. At most. Okay. Right? Right. Sure, it, and obviously, me and my friends are like, yeah, we'll get them because we can't play the originals anymore. Sure, and you know, it's got all this updated stuff. I'm like, are you gonna? I, I look at my friend Derek. I'm like, are you gonna buy a fucking paper box? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> right. Why even print them? Who wants
0: that? Yeah, exactly. That's like, like it's 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 so getting shafted. But dude, why, why but I would be all over it? those
2: fucking fridge magnets. You know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I I would too if I were a fan. Yeah, yeah. It's just like. You, what? you want to hear something else? Sure. Yeah, You want to hear something else that America kind of gets shafted at? Sure. So, Star Trek Discovery is coming out Yeah. Okay. soon. And to watch it here, in, in the U.S., you have to do the CBS Access thing, which is like five bucks a month or some Ugh. shit. Gross. But anywhere else in the world, you watch it through Netflix. What? Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's... Anywhere a f- else... Anywhere else in the world. Maybe Canada, I think Canada also has to do the CBS thing. But any other country watches Star Trek Discovery through Netflix. That's so asinine. That's crazy. I know, it's bullshit. I fucking hate it. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure people are gonna gripe at it now. Oh yeah. But it's it's this thing, it's like we're in the binging age, so it's like you know, waiting week to week. No. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, that's what was kind of driving me nuts with Game of Thrones. It was just waiting week to week. Right. Um, but you know, since, since I mentioned that, uh, something I mentioned to Will last week, I realized that none of us really watched the same thing. Uh, t- TV wise, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Like you two don't watch you don't you two don't watch Game of Thrones. I think you both don't watch Walking Dead. I, I don't watch uh, Mr. Robot. Will does. Mm-hmm. We're just into the different things in that sense. But I watch Game of Thrones because I like the fantasy and I think the world's interesting. Uh, season 7 just wrapped up last Sunday. Right. This this past Sunday. As as we record this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, They could have stretched another three episodes. They could have. Yeah. To, for them to constantly say, oh, we don't have enough material. No, you have material, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the first season where no one no major character dies right.
1: I heard about that,
0: yeah, and
1: i I, I heard, heard that th- was a big gripe of many people
0: well, I mean there's um in the episode beyond the Wall, which is a really good episode mm-hmm. they had red shirts, they had actual people just no names no no voice they just died right, and there's three. Uh, two moments where two di- two different characters could have died. Right, one could have fallen fallen off a dragon, mm-hmm. which would have been very telling for another character, and it would have, I think it, I think it would have been beneficial.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: And another character could have died by getting killed by the the, the army of the dead, which is how I think the character would have gone. He wanted to go at swinging kind of thing. Yeah, and they didn't. They they they. The guy was caught before falling off the dragon, and the other dude was saved. Mm. And it's just, yeah, it, 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 I I did enjoy the episodes. But at the same time, there was just things that were bugging me. Right, like there was a great there was a great twist at this episode, but at the same time, it bugged me because I didn't like seeing two characters fight. Mm. Or, or have this dance like around each other that you think they hate each other and although they don't hate each other they're conning one other person. Fine, but it's it it just felt like mistakes were made.
1: Yeah, uh, I think um, <clears throat> I, I, I think to quote Blaine um, from RTA, uh, I think he said, "I wish they had the balls to kill someone." And I'm like, yeah, that's that's really telling
0: when when people are like, like that ticked off considering that when this show began it killed Sean Bean's character at the end of the fucking first season and he was the main character yeah like we were following his story and they killed him right and you're kind of like what the hell and then like two two seasons later they kill another three characters right that main characters So yeah it, it's very telling And now it's like oh we have all these characters And we're getting some fan service It's like they just won't kill anyone oh, It's such it, garbage it, Like there are so many opportunities Like like in the battle with On the, the train There's this huge epic battle with the dragon Shows up and like it burns all these people these, Actually Game of Thrones set a record For most stuntmen on fire For that episode Like <laughs> 20 people on fire at once Oh um, god yeah, it was nuts, but it was it was a great episode. It was just, it was a fantastic episode. But two characters, one of two characters, should have died. Either Jamie should have died or Braun should have died. And there was moments where both of them should have fucking died by a dragon. Yeah, but one dodged out of the out of the way. One got pulled out of the way, hmm. and it's like no, let him die. Well, it, it's and yeah, it, it it's. It's kind of a disappointment. There are fan favorites. I totally get fan favorites. I have fan favorites. But we're living in this world that is supposed to be very realistic. Yeah. Kill him. Oh yeah. You know? Like and like yeah, you know, we get the shock at the end, like, oh okay, Jon Snow is not Jon Snow. He's actually the son of Rhaegar, who's a Targaryen. And oh yeah, guess what? Daenerys is his aunt. Yeah. Alright. Sweden so known that for five. We've known some of that shit since season five. All right, let's, It's not really much real. of a shocker. It, it it isn't at this at this stage in the game. It's not.
2: You know, <laughs> it's not. If I could just say one thing, mm-hmm. which is because my cousin and I, um, when he was visiting from Japan, we had a talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, we were talking about manga, but I think the rule still applies, which is you should not be afraid to kill characters <laughs> in respect yeah. that. If they are important enough to affect the story, then their 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 deaths will be equally important. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, like it's sometimes killing a character, right? mm -hmm. It can suck, um, but if it actually has driving force, it could overall be healthier for the story. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And the thing is, though, it's also kind of like debatable. Whether or not you should kill someone Like if you're just killing people for the sake of killing people It's like well that's boring And you know no one survives mm-hmm.
0: You know, Yeah but it, it, In this case It, it, it will move, I mean the reason why Ned Stark, uh, Sean Bean's character Dies in the first season Sets the next two to three seasons in motion oh, yeah. yeah no no his death you know, is the p- yeah.
2: Driving force behind like half the cast
0: mm-hmm. Yeah I, I, I mean it starts With a death and that de- death leads to other things, leads to this plot to uncover everything. And the next thing you know, they're in, they're, the War of the Five Kings happens. Like, it, it's a constant moving forward with it. And now it just feels like there's nothing moving forward. And it's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. It's cool to see the things you want to see happen, but right now it just kind of feels like how I imagined it would have gone down. It's like, well, I've seen this. Yeah. And it, it just doesn't work. Sometimes it's cool, but it doesn't work. Cool. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens at the at like next summer when the last season comes out. Sure. But I'm t- I don't really like the fact that the creators of the show saying, "Oh, well, we don't have enough material." No, you have the material, motherfucker. You could have made this ten episodes.
1: It it, it sounds like it is suffering from kind of the same thing that happened with Dexter.
0: What's what's that?
1: I mean, just like. The, the fact that uh, That it just kind of the, You know it didn't feel like The writers Really Thought out enough Like they didn't really They didn't formulate it enough uh, And they're just kind of like well we have to keep these characters So that when we finish the show That they exist and we can just kill off Everybody at the end so it's exciting right People will love that right Nah fucking kill off people it's okay Death Yeah. Deaths are good in stories. Like we read books where people die and well, we're I mean, happy that they do because it it's interesting and it
0: moves other characters' stories. In heroes' stories, mm-hmm. the wizard always dies. The mentor always oh, dies. Yeah, the mentor always dies. It has to. Obi Wan Obi Wan dies, Merlin dies. Qui Gon dies. Uh, Qui Gon dies, Dumbledore dies. Yeah. And that is so the character, the main hero, of the character can fucking move forward, right. and in this sense, that's what Game of Thrones happens. The father, the Lord of Starks, the father of these five kids, six kids, mm-hmm. dies. Yeah. That pushes everyone forward. Yeah, they all they all
1: kind of do their own things after that point.
0: Yeah. So it, it, yeah, it's it's important, and like it just that just happens constantly. Yeah. That uh you could say Jon snow has another father figure who's the lord commander he gets betrayed and killed by other people of the watch yes. so Jon snow wants to avenge the lord commander his lord father almost as he he kind of put it to him yeah i um, mean he says we're all, he said in the episode we're all brothers and if we're all brothers and lord commander marmont was our father and he, they go out and they fucking kill the bastards that betrayed them mhm so it, that's the point. Right. It's character-driven, and there's nothing driven. It's just like, the Night King's coming, the Night King's coming. Hey, we have to tell people that the Night King's coming. <sighs> and no one's believing it, and I get that motivation, but like they, they should have gone to that meeting bitter because they lost two of their friends. To prove to Cersei, who's just being a stuck-up bitch, mm-hmm. this, is, this is what's happening, this is what's real. I, I have to and say, I do did it.
2: like that one scene, though, where... Um... The hound sit, standing there with the crate. Yeah, and he fucking kicks it over, and a zombie runs out. And I was like, "Oh, that's uh, <laughs> that's
0: fucking when, hilarious, actually." When when he did that, I'm like, and he's standing there, and he's like, he's like, he's like scared, and he's like looking in at it. And I, I'm like, "Oh shit, it died, it rotted away, it's no longer moving." Crap, they're not gonna believe him now. And then he kicked it over, and it shut out. I jumped. <laughs> it was a great scene. It was a great scene. Yeah. But like the hound. I, the guy, the actor who plays in has done comedy, so he's acting scared or something like that. It's kind of a bit buffoonery. Yeah, I, I, that's the vibe I get because he is—he's very funny. He's a very funny dude. Uh, Corey, I think is Rory something. He was in Hot Fuzz. Um, you don't recognize him because I think his character is bald in that film. Mm. But yeah, he—he he, was—he was fantastic in that. So. But that scene was amazing. But again, that scene should have come with they paid a cost. Yeah. And he didn't. Um, but yeah, I, I still like Game of Thrones. I would like to binge it. Either one person who likes it just as much as me or by myself. Because this is this is a show I don't think I can watch with a bunch of people. Because mm-hmm. the same jokes be be saying over and over again. And that's the reason I avoid Twitter because it's just the same shit yeah i fucking hate it so but yeah i want to move on to something else <laughs> mm-hmm. um i want to move on to some movies uh so i saw two movies thanks to hbo mm-hmm. or just movie channels in general i saw hacksaw ridge and i saw passengers okay mm-hmm. and we used to, we talked about passengers before and how it has this creepy vibe yeah and it does And I realized half the time, most of that creepiness is dedicated to the fact that, one, I already knew the story, and two, Chris Pratt kind of just gives off a creepy vibe. (laughs) He just does. I feel for him, though. Like, most most of the way through that story, I do feel for him. Like, he just stops grooming. Mm. So he gets this really shaggy beard. He stops cutting his hair. He just looks disgusting. He... This eats constantly He drinks constantly At one point he's gonna kill himself and he doesn't do it But I do not think he should have opened up Jennifer Lawrence's uh, Pot And and, woke, and wake, woke her up Because It just makes him It just puts him in the wrong And no matter what She forgives him in the, she forgives him in the end Which I don't think she should have done mm. she, she kicks the crap out of him in one scene she, she comes to his quarters in the middle of the night. He wakes up, and she just beats the shit out of him. I mean, he, Which he, he earned is, it. He, he does earn it. He does earn it in the film. Um, it's an interesting story, but again, like, the whole creepy guy who's just lonely? Mm-hmm. They, should have, they should have done away with that. It would have been much better if she awoken from her stasis pod like him... And then found him disheveled, stinking, drunk instead of cleaned up. Yeah. Uh, th- it would have been a much better story. I would have enjoyed it a lot sure. more.
2: Well, then it would have been like a real story about survival and all that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Instead, it's, it was just
2: a fucking, like, a, a stalker victim's worst nightmare.
0: It was. It, exactly. I mean, she's. Uh, running and he's talking to her through an intercom system and trying to explain himself and it's like stop that's just bad that's wrong that's so wrong that she can't even get away from the fucker yeah no it sucks yeah it really does suck Martin Sheen was pretty good in it though he played uh, the bartender mm. the robot bartender yeah, yeah. Um, I thought I thought he was really cool in it but it's a good sci-fi movie it's just they should have gone with a different premise it should have been two people stranded instead of one person stranded who strands another. Um, that's what I think, anyway. Yeah. But the other movie I saw was Hacksaw Ridge. Which here is very good. It is very good, but there's two things about it. One, British people should not do southern accents. <laughs> but it's also atypical of a World War II movie. You hit the points, you know. Yeah. They literally, in the barracks, they literally go... That guy's Italian, that guy's a show-off, that guy's from uh New York, that guy's in, uh, Irish, that guy's this, that guy's that, that guy's Indian, and they just, it, it's like literally verbatim, That's that's everyone. And it just gets like, I don't care, I really don't care, I really didn't care about the whole point of it was that he was a pacifist and he was being turned into an outcast for that, mm-hmm. that he didn't want to pick up a rifle and kill. Um, and, and his reasons why he doesn't want to do that Were interesting But it made him a bit too Fuck uh, I don't want to say self-righteous But Like he was per- like, Oh he was so noble of him that he didn't kill It wasn't really noble of him That he didn't kill It was just he didn't want to kill But he also wanted to enlist in war
1: yeah.
0: To help the cause However he helps the cause Um, It was a good movie, but at the same time, I was, like, thinking of watching it, especially the first battle scene, and I'm like, hmm, I think this is what they call desensitized. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, there's a guy who just has his feet mangled, and they're, like, hanging off, and chunks of it are falling off, and I'm like, oh, okay. Rough. Yeah, it's it's rough, but I'm like, I wasn't grossed out by it. Mm -hmm. There's a night scene where you see a bunch of rats dining on the dead. Um, That was kind of gross But like it's not as It ima- It it's not it was not that impactful It wasn't like I saw Saving Private Ryan At the D-Day scene mm. And that guy who's holding his intestines Screaming for his mother That got to me But this didn't get to me It's a great movie It is a great movie But it just Isn't it based on like a true it, story too It is Desmond Doss is a real guy He is a real guy Who is barely 140 pounds and he did save his sergeant, who was over six feet tall and two something. Wow! By himself. Mm. I mean, it's it's astounding. He he Desmond Doss the, the the real guy is the only person in the in the mil in the U.S. military history to be awarded the Medal of Honor without firing a shot, hmm. and he saved seventy five men. Wow! Yeah. I mean, he did a lot. It was crazy the amount of shit he did, but I would have preferred it better if he was in Okinawa and they had flashbacks. Hmm. Because we literally got, oh, he meets his future wife, and there's this period piece, and he's flirting, and it's Andrew Garfield, so he's doing the cockeyed. I fucking hate what he does. Um, <laughs> If you've seen Amazing... If you've seen it, Spider-Man, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, but it's that part, and then it's this whole thing where he has a uh, beef with his dad, who's played by um, B.O. Mortensen. Of course, <laughs> yeah, of course, who's a uh, World War Two vet, a uh, World War One vet. Okay, um, and he's a drunk, and the the two reasons why he's a pacifist is because one, he almost killed his dad. No, he almost killed his brother okay. when they were young, and then the other reason is his dad was a drunk and almost killed someone else. His mom, I think, by shooting a gun. Jesus. So it was it was those things that he's like, I can't, I can't kill, I can't um, hold the weapon, I can't kill anyone, mm. and uh, he, you know, they, he got the crack out of him in, in basic, but. It's a good movie. It just hits on tropes that are like I've seen this. I've seen this. Well, Why they hard cast a because... British guy who can't do
2: a Southern accent? Well, the thing about World War II movies Ugh. though is like, you know how they point out all the different guys from all the different backgrounds, right? Yeah. The thing is though, that's all the army was made of. Were <laughs> those yeah, guys? No, the army. Well, I mean, yeah, true. Like, like don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there isn't more diversity to it, but like, you know, it was there was a draft right? And everyone comes well, from they're... like the similar immigrant backgrounds when you think about it. Like a lot of those kids yeah. who got drafted and the adults who also joined because they thought that it was the right thing to do. It's like, there's only a handful of people. Now granted, it'd be cool to see, it's like, Hacksaw Ridge sounds cool because the character Andrew Garfield plays is atypical to what you think a actual soldier of World War II is, right? Yes. But the th- at the same time, it's like, when you pick the Americans in World War II, it's like that's what you get. I always want to see a World War II movie about that Russian sniper, who like which Russian sniper? He like killed like a almost a whole platoon of uh, Nazis by himself over a period of like three months, and they never found him.
0: Are you talking about Enemy at the Gates? Oh, is that actually a movie? That's sick. Yeah, it was about. It was a. I think it was Jude Law. I think so. He plays a Russian sniper. And he goes up against a German sniper who's played by Ed Harris. Um, yeah, I think that's what you're talking about. Oh, it oh yeah, it was a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, take a look at it right
2: now. I'm just like, uh, I'm trying to figure out if it's about the, the if I can find the name because there was like, uh, the guy's name was out there, and I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. This could be a movie. Yeah. Also, well, there's well, like a whole bunch th- of different people in World War II that they could pick. So
0: yeah. I mean, it, it was it was good, and it was definitely, you know, you saw a lot of Mel Gibson and his directing in it. Gotcha. Um, there was a funny moment where there was this guy in Basic they called Hollywood. That's what he called himself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Very in shape, very good looking. And when he walks into, Garfield walks into Basic, his barracks, and he picks a bed. Hollywood is doing uh, pull-ups naked. Um, like completely naked, showing off everything he's got to everyone. He's like, no, sh- not shy. And then Vince Vaughn, who's playing the sergeant, he comes in. He's basically being the atypical drill sergeant. Uh, and when he tells them all that they need to go to ba- they need to go out and do PT. Mm-hmm. Hollywood tries to grab his clothes, and he says, "Fuck no, you're not. Get out there." <laughs> so he does this huge obstacle course and all of PT naked, which I think was cr- interesting. Yeah. Wow. Um but, I mean, i that's something I've heard them kind of do in, in World War II in, like, the 40s and 50s in, in the Army. Yeah. My grandfather told me a story when he was in Basic. There was a guy that never showered. Oh, my God. And so they grabbed and pulled him out of the bed, and sprayed him with a hose in the shower, and scrubbed him with, like, a, they put, like, a rag or something like that on, like, a broom handle, and washed him. And then the sergeant came in and said, "If you don't start bathing regularly, the next time we will use we will use steel wool."
1: <laughs>
0: so the guy started bathing. So uh,
2: real quick, Jude Heads Law's up. character is the guy I was talking about. His name is Vasily right. Zaitsev. Yeah. Interesting enough, I looked down at the um, like references to him uh-huh. in Destiny. There was a gun called No Land Beyond. It was a yeah. sniper rifle, yeah. and apparently it's named after his quote. For us, there's no land beyond the Volga. Yeah. And I, nice. That's that's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's very cool. Well, hey, Will, you, speaking of all that, to get back on a bit of game tangent, hey, Will, are you excited about uh, Destiny 2? I mean, I am.
1: I didn't pre-order it because I don't really have the funds for it right now. Uh, Fair enough. Uh, I am excited for, excited about it, but I will say, like, the the one thing that there there is some negative uh, negativity uh towards destiny 2 um it's probably gonna be one of the most hyped games for destiny fans with the least amount of coverage
0: yeah, yeah for sure
1: like there for whatever reason there is like I guess there's just I don't know maybe there's just a stigma to it right now that there is nothing new about destiny 2
0: um, well I think people are complaining about that and they got rid of a few things that people really like I mean there's some some very
1: extreme changes I will I will definitely say that um, uh, and and I, I'm I'm in the boot camp of uh, I'm not a big fan of those changes
0: um, and enlighten me what the hell are those changes uh, why are people upset the
1: most extreme
0: changes are to your weapon loadouts. Um,
1: mm. so in the previous Destiny, you had a primary, a secondary, and a heavy weapon. Um, your primary was one of, uh, a handful of, uh, rifles, uh, or, uh, magnum. Um, in your sidearms, you had shotgun, a sniper rifle, uh, plasma gun, and, a sidearm pistol, which is, it worked different than the the primary magnums um different fire rates um and actually the the whole thing about the secondaries is they were all elemental um and heavies range from rocket launchers your swords um the one legendary uh heavy plasma uh lmg so that that kind of gambit so the secondary slot doesn't exist anymore it's just the elemental primary slot, so you have a primary weapon and an elemental primary, um, which means a lot of the weapons that got lumped into the second, uh, the yeah, the secondary grouping—shotgun, sniper, or I think plasma—have now been dumped into heavy weapon slot. That is well, pissed off a lot of players.
0: Yeah, because yeah, Bungie started the whole. Um, Two weapon thing mm-hmm. With Halo Yeah, it, That was like One of the first games I remember doing that It was like You only had two weapons yeah. yeah That's fine You know It's realistic But mm-hmm. You know It's the future And uh, Gears of War Had three, had four I like how it did it You know You had your your Gun on your hip Your pistol Yeah you... And then you had, two, you, had you, know, you had Two other primaries uh-huh. Which like The assault rifles Or the sniper Or shotgun Yeah And then you had Your grenades And it's like Well that's I you know so, like I've seen soldiers in, in in real life like they have more than two guns on them. Oh yeah, more than more than two things to carry. You know, a person if they have a backpack can carry a lot. Yep. And you're telling me futuristic soldiers who have superpowers can't fucking carry more than two things? No, they,
1: they can carry three guns. Uh, that that is the total amount of guns they can carry. They can carry <laughs> a prime a primary weapon, a elemental primary weapon, and a heavy. And for some reason, shotgun and sniper rifle have now been uh, subjugated to uh, to primary, or sorry, so to a uh, heavy weapon. I mean, um, but hey, but they're
0: heavy. We, okay, we
1: got we got we got SMGs finally in the game. They exist in the primary slots, right?
0: That's so you. That's fun. So you're getting a lot of things lumped into the same category yeah. when they're not in the same category. Because a sniper and a shotgun could not be further. Different.
1: right and and here's here's the the kind of killer in it all so in the heavy slots you right. have you have sniper rifle you have shotgun you also still have lmg uh rocket launcher uh and sword and now you also have grenade launcher in that slot as well it's like but but shotgun and sniper they're not they don't even come close to heavy weapons yeah. Like, when our comparison to heavy weapons is an LMG, a rocket launcher, a grenade launcher, and a fucking sword, sniper rifle and shotgun seem a little in the weird slot.
0: Yeah, that is... Yeah, that's wrong. Why... Oh, I don't... I don't I mean... I really don't get why designers or anyone changes the formula that much. So... I comprehend what their
1: thought process is on this. Um, PVP was kind of a, a, a great experience in Destiny One. People really loved it, right. and one of the kind of problem areas in in it was a lot of the balancing, um, and some of the issues came from the secondary weapons. You know, shotgun and sniper rifle kind of being some of the biggest problem childs. Um, and and their kind of con their their thought process on on balancing was to shift them into a slot where ammo is a lot more scarce, and I get that, but god damn, when it's when we are comparing, it's like comparing apples and oranges. They're just not even close.
0: Yeah, it's they're not close. They're not. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And it's also like. I I for one don't really care for PvP, mm-hmm. but to me the draw of Destiny isn't PvP. It's it's the PVE it's with the Pv- your friends. Yeah,
1: it's the PVE with your friends, and then the PvP portion of it is just something fun you can do on the side that doesn't require you to be an amazing player. Like it's an experience right. you can have in in that in between. But fuck, man, come up with a better concept of balancing, like. I mean, you know, one of I guess kind of one of the biggest contributors to to a lot of the the an- annoyance with it was um, a Titan wielding uh, in their primary uh, a legendary shotgun that's in, that goes in the primary slot. Go figure why that exists, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh-huh. running it with a secondary elemental shotgun. And one of the I think one of the perks uh, Titans can have is is um, It affects shotguns. And it affected both of them. Um, So it's like, okay, well that's kind of your bad for making a shotgun that kind of caused a lot of this when that shotgun was in the primary slot. Um, They also did it with uh, No Land Beyond, which is a sniper rifle that exists in the primary slot.
0: Yeah, then they should have, I mean, it's a bad way to do it, but they should have made weapons that are for the classes specifically.
1: I mean, there are that would have
0: that would have helped the balancing, but there, I there don't know.
1: Is, there is some of that? Um, there are weapons that are strictly better if a particular class uses them. Right, uh, but
0: I'm saying like make it so they can only use it. Yeah, a titan can only wield this weapon, and and you know, a, a warlock can only you know. I, blah, I think that blah, blah. that
1: creates another
0: another. It, it does, problems. but. Yeah. It it does, but at the same time, like, it would help with their balancing issue. But at the same time, I'm talking they should have done that in Destiny 1. Oh, yeah, no, it it definitely
1: should have been a Destiny 1 fix, and they they totally didn't.
0: But they should not have fucked with that kind of formula just to, just to, like, to balance PV pvp. Yeah, I I'm I don't not a get fan of it. why p I don't get why pvp gets so much play and it's like this crap like, "Oh, we want to be a competitive sport." Your that's not your fucking game. I All right, no no one's it's, it's like I don't get like, "Oh, we want to be an esports." Then make a different game. I
1: I, I will you say know? that it's, it's probably not the dominating factor, but I will say it had some Some play into it. It, I, I, you know, it is annoying that I am kind of like I I haven't, I haven't, I didn't sit down and play the 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 beta at all because I'll I'll be real with you, that was like an impossibility to get onto a fucking uh, server. Um, I watch more people sit and wait and pray, uh, than actually play (laughs) the game. Um, right. I I really hope that the beta, like the feedback from the beta. Um. Really changes how things are. Um. I. I'm not gonna hold my breath though. Um. I'm. I'm kind of glad that I'm not. I'm not getting the game right away. It gives it time to kind of. You know. Patch itself up. Get to kind of a more stable ground, and then I can go ahead and pick it up. Um. Suffice it that I have a job. Uh. Uh, yeah, I like. I am excited, but I'm also like miffed. Yeah, I mean, I was miffed when I found out that they had shifted. They had shifted guns around. That they'd gotten rid of primary, yeah. secondary, and heavy as, as kind of weapon slots, and that certain weapons went into the, into a category that you know don't that just don't make sense. Um, I hope that's been yeah. been addressed, and I hope that's been fixed. Um, you know, I hope I hope to see like them exist you know, those weapons solely exist in the, uh, elemental primary slot, because I, I, you know, again, just go back to the primary, secondary, heavy. It was fine. It worked. The formula was fine. Don't, don't make me go, oh, I need a sniper rifle, but this grenade launcher is just a thousand percent more fun. Like, don't fucking do that to me, game. Or, oh, I need a shotgun, because I'm in close quarters. But I really love how much, like, how much I burn through ammo in this LMG? I'm gonna choose the LMG. It's louder and cooler. Yeah. than I ra- rounded a corner and blapped a guy in the face. Cool. Felt good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, esports to me is just like people are viewing it wrong. Like it. it, it like a lot of people. Oh, this will sell the games. Like no, it'll sell. It'll put butts in seats so people can watch pros play. But I don't think you're gonna sell your game more.
1: Oh, no. no, no. By by that point, the game already has a following. That's why.
0: Yeah, exactly. But here's the thing. So Dawn of War 3, which I still haven't gotten, and I would like to. I'd like to try it out. But the reason why that game has done so poorly review-wise and why fans are hating it is because they took what Dawn of War 2 was and Dawn of War 1 and tried to combine it, but it failed. And it also, apparently, the levels, the campaign are designed more like a MOBA than anything else. That's weird. You're kind of on a path and then I found out later the reason why they did all that is so they can have Dawn of War 3 be part of the esports scene. That's not the game for esports. Uh, it's just not
1: Yeah, when you're comparing it to like games that've already been doing it well for a long time,
0: StarCraft 2, like just just don't do it. It's just—I mean—they had something really great with one. They had something really great with two, and I really liked two. I like what they did with two. I like the squad action. I liked two.
1: I definitely uh, liked prefer one. one. I preferred one more. Um, yeah, but I think two. Once I once I started playing it more, it, it grew on me. Um, it is it is unfortunate that three just kind of did not do so hot.
0: Yeah, it just hasn't. and it's really, it's really disappointing to hear that they they screwed up. I mean, hearing that kind of makes me very hesitant about Age of Empires 4, which we talked about, because Relic is doing that. Yeah. But we'll we will see. I mean, we're not going to see anything from... We're not going to see anything for that for, like, another year and a half. Oh, I yeah. I mean, we'll probably see something next to E3, but we won't see anything any anytime soon. What? Um, but, yeah, it's... I hate it when games do that. Just just to appeal to a, like barely a percent of the actual players. It's bullshit.
1: Yeah. It's it's marginal on what you need. Like you just well, don't have hey, to hey, focus hey. on that shit.
0: Yeah, well it's like when COD came out and it was really big and it was really popular because it had this really instant and everyone can pick up multiplayer so every developer was like oh well every game needs multiplayer now. No it doesn't. No it doesn't. It and it, it's the it's the small little group that has this huge megaphone. And I hate it. Like it's
1: I am alright with multiplayer if it is small or if it's inclusive. But most multiplayer yeah. is, is very like it's very counter to what the what a single player experience is like. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's very weird.
0: Yeah, but you know, who the fuck knows? I, I don't know what people are doing. Mm. There are games I'm looking forward to that are coming up, like Cuphead. Yep, Cuphead's gonna be gonna look fun.
1: You know, it's it's very much that single player experience. It's um, very different. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, it's very yeah different. for
0: sure. It's coming up for everything. I think too. I Think so? Yeah. I know very it's on. I definitely Get on know those it was platforms. On Switch.
1: I saw that and that was cool.
0: It's on the Switch.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on the Switch.
0: Yeah, Switch needs games. Switch needs games. I mean,
1: it definitely needs more IPs and uh, uh, yeah, you know, a good a good few right now. If uh, Zelda ain't your cup of tea, is definitely uh, Mario Kart Deluxe and um, uh, Mario and Rabbits Kingdom Battle. That game is very cool and very hard in its own right. Uh, is
0: your is your opinion of Odyssey uh, Oh, it still looks like a, a giant trash can of a game. Okay. I,
1: I still have very, very negative opinions of it. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, just give me Mario Galaxy 3 as opposed to that game. My, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Another
0: Mario Galaxy would have been better. Yeah, my
1: hat should not have eyes and there should be no humans. <laughs> yeah. This is about the Mushroom Kingdom and the kingdom people. Uh, but that's okay. Um, support uh, Mario and rabbits. Kingdom Battle. Uh, don't look at Odyssey as a game. It's fine. Yeah. You'll be a happier person.
0: <laughs> there's, there's one thing that I want to talk about. So Shadow War, uh, they put out this new trailer, and it was um, uh, what was it? it was called uh, Fourth uh, or Forthog the Orc Slayer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was this. Big burly dude. I think he was a dwarf. I don't know what he is per se, and he kind of comes out of nowhere when um, you're fighting. He, the, the gameplay is like fighting this orc, and he gets wounded and he's about to die, and then this thing comes out of nowhere and kills the orc. All right. And it's called Thorgrath, the Orc Slayer, and goes to this whole video. Of this guy, and it looks the face is very humanish and like almost recognizable. And it fights a bunch of orcs, and he's got this like club axe thing i think it's also a guitar like a loot a loot i don't know and he just starts killing orcs and it's really badass well apparently this is a downloadable character or thing that you can get in the game all right and it is a dedication to mike for uh forgy i think that's the address i apologize for butchering his name but he apparently died of cancer and this is how Monolith is, like, remembering him. They say that every three fifty, every $3.50 that are... For every game that's bought, 3 three fifty will be going uh, to the family of Mike. That's nice. For, to that's help cool. with... Yeah, to help with everything. He's worked on a ton of shit. Gears of War, Shadow of War, Shadow of War. I mean, I can look up his... Resume. It, it's, he's been around, but it sucks that he got get cancer. Got him. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm probably gonna pick that up. Yeah. Um. That character because it looked really cool and it, it's my cup of tea. This big burly thing with these cool tats and this fucking weird ass weapon. I'll play it. Mm. So, yeah, but yeah, I thought that cool. was kind of neat. I thought that was kind of neat. I like it when games kind of put people to to remember them. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, I think. Uh, wow has done that with a few things. They oh yeah, there's Rob plenty Williams. of tributes. Yeah, there's a lot of tributes in it. I like it. I like this tribute. This tribute's cool. I think that's a very so, it's a very sweet one. Yeah, look up that trailer if you guys if you guys I, can. I Who's ever listening? Mm. Yeah, it, it's it's cool. That's cool. Um, so, oh yeah, about Cuphead,
1: I was wrong. It is strictly for Xbox One and Microsoft Windows.
0: Oh really? Oh it's yeah. oh it's only for Xbox. Yeah Oh, okay. Well, I apparently have to get it and tell you guys how it is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's not coming to Steam or
1: anything. It does not look like it.
0: It might get ported later. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it could be. It, actually, that's a game that should be everywhere. I think.
1: I mean, you definitely uh, uh, would want it everywhere because it'd be it'd be very yeah. good. Um, for
0: sure. For sure. Yeah. Um. I th- oh, think I'm running out of time.
1: What? Oh, sorry. I was gonna say. Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's it's only through through Microsoft that you can get Cuphead. Uh, that's what Steam is saying. Uh, oh, that sucks. Is yes. well, what it is. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Damn, as it breaks. Exactly. Well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I got nothing else. No, I think you we covered a
2: lot of stuff. So we're I th- we're good for here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll call a, call it a podcast there. An episode, definitely.
2: All right, thank you for listening. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe on iTunes. If you're on Facebook, you know, give us a comment or a share if you're on YouTube, like comment, subscribe. And... yeah,
0: do all that stuff and uh, be on the lookout for a bigger thing soon. <laughs> Keep saying that. be on the lookout All right. with that, we're out later Jesus, y'all
2: later days.